The following audio is from LifeHouse Church. We hope you are blessed by this message and encourage you to connect with us on social media or at lifehousechurch.org. So did you do it? I mean, did you live the dreams and fulfill the plans you made for 2021? And if you did, let me ask you, did it matter? And regardless of whether you fully lived the dreams and accomplished all your plans, let me ask you, what filled your schedule? Did it fill your life? And not only what filled your schedule did it fill, but did it fulfill? And will it? The dreams you have for 2022, the plans, the, the stuff you've already put on your schedule, if you do it all, will it matter? Will it fill and will it fulfill? If you finish everything this year, will you have finished well? Here's the thing, what you and I know is that we get ourselves busy and we stay perpetually active. Even when we're sitting on the couch or we're watching a movie, we're still connected and we're still texting and posting and we're still doing. And what, we've, what we know is this, that all of that busy and all of that frantic and all of that energy, it doesn't fill. No, the reality is whatever we're using to fill our life, we're attempting to use to fuel our life. And so is what you're filling your life with fueling your life? Because there's a lot of stuff we fill our life with, but it doesn't seem to fuel our life. Right? Like meaning you can, you can put a whole bunch of water in your gas tank and it filled it, but it didn't fuel your engine. I think that the reality is that when we look back on this past year, a lot of what we were putting in the tank was a lot of water, but not much gas. And so it filled, but it didn't fuel. And so it leaves us drained and frustrated and emptied. In fact, right now, as we're going into 2022, there are record levels of burnout in the workforce. That's right. I mean, right now, research is being done. You can see articles on, on multiple news uh, uh, sources saying that the work, workforce is at a record level of being worn out and burned out, right? especially um, in areas of teaching, in areas of healthcare and mental healthcare. Um, in interestingly, which you would have, you, you know, all of us beforehand would have been shocked by, is that people working from home are recording record level burnout. Maybe part of that is because they're never disconnected from work, um, but there's a lot of factors. The point is, people are saying they're burned out and worn out at record levels going into this year. And so let me just throw this out there. Maybe you're coming into this year worn out or worse, burned out. And so what are you gonna use to fuel you in 2022? And so I wanna invite you into a story, uh, a, a biblical story, but I think in this story, we're gonna, we're gonna find a principle, a timeless principle regarding life that we can apply to our life about how you discover what can fuel, 
when everything else that you use to fill doesn't fulfill. Okay, so in order to jump into this story, we're gonna look at a guy who was a lot like us going into 2022. He was worn out and probably more than worn out, burned out. His name is Jacob. Let me give you his back, the background because the story starts or is found in Genesis chapter 28 where I'm gonna read, but uh, some background to his story. Jacob uh, has a twin brother named Esau. They're both sons of Isaac, who is the son of Abraham. So Abraham, Father Abraham has many sons. Um, that's their grandfather. So twin, twin brothers, um, J- Jacob was born as kind of like, so he's the younger one. His name means deceiver. And that's kind of how he got by in life. He tricked and he schemed and he deceived. Uh, he's all, he was also a gardener. So he's kind of the farmer, uh, but, but farmer like as in gardener, he tends the crops. His brother is a rugged outdoorsman. His brother is hairier than he is. And so you could see him in the locker room kind of picking on his little brother, making fun of him. So that's kind of the, fi- the family dynamic. Um, Jacob is the mama's boy. Esau is loved by his dad. And, and so Jacob, he's scheming. And he's doing whatever he can to get ahead because he sees that these are the things that will fuel his life. And so he rips his brother off and cheats him out of, a, out of the major portion of his inheritance. He cheats him out of his father's blessing and blessing brings financial success and, and prominence and power with it. And so Jacob cheats his brother out of that. And and as a result, his mom comes up to him and says, hey, um, you need to run for your life. Your brother's going to kill you. He's right now. You schemed him and now he's scheming to kill you. And so Jacob, when when we get to uh, Genesis 28, Jacob is running for his life. And I'm going to, that's where the story picks up. We're going to jump in Genesis 28 which by the way, Genesis, first book of the Bible, kind of the introduction to the story of God and how God relates to man. And so that's really why this story is here because it gives us an introduction to how God relates to weary, burned out people. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. And when he reached a certain place, so he's about 70 miles into his journey at this point, When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. It's a good reason to stop. Uh, Taking one of the stones there, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. I mean, you're in a pretty desperate place when you're using rocks for pillows. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway resting on the earth with its top reaching heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And so we're just going to pause there because here is Jacob running for his life, stressed out, worn out, burned out. And he's on his way running from, I don't know what he's running toward. He stops for the night. But in the story, very specifically as it's recorded, it says this, in a certain place. I mean, it was random for Jacob, but it wasn't random for God. And wherever you are right now, it might be random for you. It might just be any place. It might be some place. But for God, it's a certain place. Now, this certain place becomes a really important place and actually already has significance 
even though we're only a few chapters into the full story of God as recorded in the Bible. So this certain place is actually on Mount Moriah, which is where Jacob's grandfather, Abraham, took his son Isaac when he was challenged by God to offer him as a sacrifice. Now, it's a crazy story, and I'm not gonna get into the whole thing, but the quick version of it is this. God was testing Abraham's faith and his obedience. God had no interest in Abraham actually taking his son's life. He wanted to know if he would be willing and obedient, but God stopped him before he ever committed this act. God wanted to know that he desired for Abraham and Isaac and his ancestors life, not death. And in that place earlier where Jacob's grandfather brought his father Isaac to offer him as a sacrifice, God stops him. And in that place, God provides a ram instead of a son. And the ram uh, is sacrificed by Abraham. And Abraham calls that place the Lord is provider. The Lord provides. That's Mount Moriah. That's the spot where Jacob stops, has this, has this dream where he sees uh, a stairway between heaven and earth and angels ascending and descending. It's a certain place where a thousand years later, David would go to that spot because a plague was breaking out over the nation of Israel and specifically over the region of Jerusalem, uh, of that city. And uh, David runs to that spot where the death angel had paused, and it was, it was called the threshing floor of Aruna, and David offers a sacrifice there. The plague stops, and David purchases that spot and, and uh, commissions his son Solomon to build the temple right there. To this day, it's called the Temple Mount, where the temple of God was built and then later destroyed and rebuilt and then destroyed. But to this day, it's a sacred space, right? Like um, it's where the wailing wall is. It's the temple mount. It's a sacred place for many religions, but specifically for the nation of Israel. And it's that certain place. You could just pause and I could really just do a whole message just on your place is the place where God wants to meet you. And your place may feel random. It may feel ordinary. It may feel like you're just on a journey from nowhere to nowhere. You might be running for your life. And wherever you pause is where God wants to meet you. And it may not feel like a certain place, but it's the place where God wants to meet you. And so in this certain place, God met him. And then the point is this, that Jacob sees these angels ascending and descending. He, he sees in this dream a connection between heaven and earth. And then the, the dream continues. And it goes like this. There above it stood the Lord. Let me just pause right there. Above all of Jacob's scheming and running lying and cheating, his uh, above Jacob's hard work and his best efforts, even above this dream that Jacob has where he sees angels ascending and descending is God. God is standing above it. Where is God in your life? Where has God been in your 2020 and your 2021? Where will God be in your 2022? Standing above it all, above it. Above your dreams, above your schemes, above your pain, above your plans. 
God is standing above it, overseeing it. God is over your life. He's looking in on it. He loves you. He is for you. God is standing above it all. And and then as you continue to read, God speaks to him in the dream and says, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, the God of Isaac, and I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. He gave him a promise of a promised land. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out to the south. All the peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and I will watch over you wherever you go and I will bring you back to this land and I will not leave you until I have done what I promised you. When Jacob woke up from his sleep, he thought surely the Lord is in this place and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and he said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. You've got dreams for your life. Maybe you've got wild dreams for your life. Here's what I want you to know. God wants to meet you in a certain place. He is standing above it all. And his dreams are greater than your dreams. His purposes for your life are better than your wildest dreams. And the greatest thing about this story is not the dream. It's that Jacob woke up and went, wow, this is an awesome place. I want to encourage you. There's an application for you if you're feeling worn out and burned out as you go into 2022, and it's this. Stop dreaming and wake up to knowing God. That's right, that's my, that's my challenge for you, is stop wearing yourself out dreaming, planning, scheming, working harder to accomplish your best plans through your best efforts. Stop dreaming, even your wildest dreams will wear you out. Your wildest dreams will leave you drained and emptied, not filled or fueled. And so the only way to get there is we gotta stop dreaming and wake up to knowing God. Jacob was giving his best effort to living his plans and his dreams, and it left him running for his life and running from his mistakes. And that's where most of us find ourselves. Um, Even if you're not physically running for your life, you're running in life, you're running from life, you're living half asleep, you're running from your failures, your regrets, your guilt. Why? Because you and I have this running instinct inside of us that comes as a result of sin because we're disconnected from God because there's, just, there's no stairway between us and heaven. We feel separated from God. Jacob felt separated from God. He, he said, I didn't even know God was there. And so many of us, we're going through life. We're, going, we're busy and we're, we're active. We're doing things and we don't even see God in all of it. Maybe you feel disconnected from God because of sin because you and I are separated from God and we're on a life course separated from God, doing our own thing, unaware of God, headed toward a forever far from God. But God, but God loves us so much that he came after us, not just in a dream, but the great thing about God is he gives us more than the dreams he gives us. In this moment, God gave Jacob a dream of heaven 
a dream of a stairway between him and heaven. And then he gave him a promise. This is your land. I'm going to give you this land. Your ancestors are going to live in this land, and they're going to be a huge nation. But you know what was what's better than that dream? That God gave a promise of himself. Back when his grandfather was in that spot, the, the, pro, the reason why that story was important, that Abraham was invited or, or, or tested to be willing to sacrifice his son was because God himself was going to become that sacrifice. God was going to offer his one and only son through the lineage that came from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob all the way through to Jesus. God in human form who became the sacrifice. So when Abraham, thousands of years earlier, says, the Lord is provider, he provided through himself. Jesus became the sacrifice. He made a way for heaven to come down and for us to go up. Jesus became the ladder. He became the bridge. He became the one who who bridged the gap between us and heaven. He came down so we could go up. Jesus comes down, but he doesn't just come down and say, hey, here I am. He gives his life as the payment for sin. He absorbs our death sentence so that when we believe in Jesus by faith, we're forgiven and given new and forever life because he not only died, he rose again. And in the triumph of his resurrection, we're resurrected. We're forgiven and given this new promised life, this eternal life. So when you and I believe in Jesus, we receive this forever life. I wanna invite you, would you make that commitment? As you begin 2022, maybe the reason why you're joining us online is you don't wanna come out to church. I know that wherever you're at, maybe you're, maybe you're far from wherever one of our physical campuses. Maybe you joined online as your only church, regardless of the reason you're joining us online. I want you to know that the place you're at is a certain place, a certain place where God is. And he wants to meet you right where you're at. And so I wanna invite you, would you say yes to Jesus? Would you open your heart to God and say, I believe in Jesus by faith. And if you're making that commitment, would you let us know? Text the name Jesus to 81411. If you're, if you're in one of our um, platforms where you can put a comment, we would love to have you say, I'm saying yes to Jesus right now. But please text the name Jesus to 81411. We want to follow up with you and encourage you as you begin this new journey of relationship with God. Now you've said yes to Jesus. What does it look like in your life to stop dreaming and wake up to knowing God? That, that's what I want you to do. The greatest thing you can do in 2022 is not dream. And it's not live your dreams. Because when you live your dreams, you'll be, you're, it's like trying to fill your gas tank with water. You're putting something in, but it won't fill. It will fill, but it won't fulfill. It'll fill, but it won't fuel. God wants you to fill your life with knowing him, with meeting him. So let's jump back into this story. When Jacob woke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place. And I was unaware of it. And I was not aware of it. My my challenge to you is, would you wake up to the presence of God? Wake up to God's presence. God didn't show up when Jacob woke up. God didn't show up because Jacob showed up. God had gone before Jacob. 
God was already in his future. God is where you're going. God is where you're running from, and God is where you're running to. And God wants to meet you on your way to where you're going. God wants to not only meet you in a certain place, but he wants to meet you in any place. The place where, you're, where you are is the place God has already been. Jacob was at a place where his grandfather met God. And God has been already writing history. God has been at work in your history, and God is at work in your grandchildren's history through your life. And he's meeting you. God did not show up because Jacob woke up. God did not show up because Jacob showed up. God had been there. God is there, and God will be there regardless of where you're at now or where you will be. I just want you to know that God is present in your life. He is present in your circumstances. He is present in your pain. He is present in what in the direction you're going, and he wants to meet you there. What you need more than anything is God's presence in your life. And, and Jacob wakes up, and he goes like this, I was not aware that God was here. How, how can you go through life unaware that God is in a specific place. Well, a lot of us do, don't we? Because we get preoccupied and we get occupied with other things. We get distracted and busy and our sight gets off of knowing God and we begin to fall asleep to the presence of God and because we're trying to live our dreams, our purposes, our agenda. And so can I challenge you? Would you wake up to knowing God? Wake up and recognize that wherever you are, God wants to meet you. And here, here's what I know for your life and my life. When God's presence becomes our focus, his presence becomes our fuel. When God's presence becomes our focus, his presence becomes our fuel. I love it that God met Jacob in a dream. Not in his best efforts, not in his trying, not in his running, not in his scheming, not in his work, when he fell asleep on a rock. God said, yep, right there I can meet him. When he's not trying harder, I can meet him. And God shows up, and suddenly Jacob discovers that God is in this place, and God's presence becomes his focus. And because God's presence becomes his focus, God's presence becomes his fuel. Listen to this, next verse. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Why? Because he had heard the voice of God. Wake up to God's voice. When you wake up to God's voice, you discover that God is with you. God is speaking to you. He, he is at work in your life. He wants to direct your life. So how do you hear from God in 2022? Well, take time to listen. The place you are is an awesome place to meet God. God isn't waiting for you to find his place. He's waiting for you to welcome him into your place where he wants to meet you. He wants to speak to you. He wants you to discover and learn his voice. How, how do you learn his voice? Read his word. When you, dis, when you begin to read the Bible, make a commitment to reading the Bible this year. Read, read a chapter a day. Read a verse a day. Read the Bible. Why? Because what we discover in the Bible is, number one, it's God's word. 
It's the love story of how God interacts with man throughout history. It also helps us know the, the nature of God. That's what Jacob discovered in that moment. The character of God, the story of God, the love of God. Jacob discovered the voice of God. And I would encourage you in 2022 to discover the voice of God in your life. Wake up to the voice of God. Read the Bible, spend time in prayer, spend time in worship. And so what does Jacob do? We're just gonna read a little bit more of the story in verse 20. Then Jacob made a vow saying, if God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey, I am taking and will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household. Then the Lord will be my God. And this stone that I have set up as a pillar, so the pillow became a pillar, um, will be God's house. And, and of all that you give me, I will give you a tenth. Jacob made a commitment to God. And so can I challenge you? Would you make a commitment to God? As you go into 2022, would you make a commitment? God is meeting you where you're at. He's meeting you in your car, in your living room, your bedroom, wherever you are behind whatever device you're watching this. That's a certain place. And God is standing above it all. And God wants you to discover his presence. He wants you to learn his voice. And he's inviting you to make a commitment. What, what one commitment could you make this year to grow in relationship with God? Maybe it's a commitment to read the Bible. Maybe it's a commitment to set aside a few minutes every day for prayer. Maybe it's a commitment to physically show up at church. Maybe we'd love to see you in person at Lifehouse. Maybe it's a commitment. Maybe right now you're, you're joining us online once a month or every other week, and maybe you're gonna make a commitment to be there every week. Maybe you're making a commitment to say yes to Jesus. What is that one commitment you can make that would help you stop dreaming, start living the dream. Stop dreaming and wake up to knowing God. What would it mean for you to know God in 2022? To know his voice, to recognize his presence in your life, to lay aside your plans and start living in the presence of God and living out the purposes of God. As you make that one commitment, not a resolution, not some like, I'm going to do this every day. No, no, no. This is a a 2022 commitment to knowing God in a deeper way. I want to take a moment. I want to pray over you. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you're not far from us, but that you found us in a certain place. God, thank you that you're standing over all of our activity, all of our frustrations. You're standing over our worn out and our burnout. And you're, and you're inviting us to recognize you. You're inviting us to wake up, to see you and know you and know that you love us, that you're for us and that you're speaking to us. And right now, God, the commitment that everyone is making, different people in different places making different and unique commitments this year. God, would you meet them in that commitment? And through that commitment, would they know you more? Would they fall in love with you in a deeper way? Would they discover your nature, your character, and your love in a more significant way in 2022? And would they finish 2022 more in love with you than where they're at right now? We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to audio from Lifehouse Church. 
We believe that through Christ, life change happens here. So we invite you to connect with us further by visiting lifehousechurch.org.